You're listening to a 95BFM podcast. This is The Green Desk on 95BFM. So we all know that ocean ecosystems are under threat. Too much fishing, too many boats. But marine protected areas have been shown as an effective tool that increase both fish populations and their size. But little research has been done to investigate how those protected areas actually deter or perhaps attract commercial fishing vessels. In steps Ty Lawyer. He's a researcher who studied in Berkeley, California and thanks to COVID, or unfortunately for him, uh, we got him to study statistics here at Auckland University. And while he was here, Ty produced some fantastic research on marine protected areas in New Zealand. Now, you may not be surprised to hear this, but when an area gets marine protection, fishing vessels flock to the area and fish around it as much as they can. Why? They think there's more fish there? Well, the answer is actually a bit more complicated because of science. To explain more, here's Ty. Yeah, so what we found is that despite decreases in fishable area caused by the implementation of these protected areas, total catch sharply increased falling protection across all five study sites, and that this was mirrored by a similar jump in the number of trawl events that occurred. So basically, um, yeah, once these areas are set up, trawlers and, and um, fishing vessels come in because the areas around them are basically full of fish? Well, uh, not necessarily. So the idea behind the study is pretty straightforward. It's that the creation of a protected area is purely legislative. So it should have no immediate impact on fish populations. Uh, Any benefits in terms of increased fish populations, we would expect to occur gradually and over a period of years. But that's, that's not what we found. We found sharp increases in uh, both total catch, the number of vessels, and the number of trawls occurring. And these jumps were quite stark in some cases, where for the Diamond Head Close Seamount area, the number of trawls per vessel increased by nearly 400% after protection. Ah, so, so I think I, I, I totally um, almost came at this from the wrong angle, thinking that yeah, marine protected areas made more fish, so fishing vessels came around the outsides but it's actually you're saying the the fact these areas were made almost attracted fishing vessels to the area is that right yeah so that's basically uh what our findings sort of point to um so just as an overview spillover refers to the net export of fish biomass from within a protected area's boundaries to the outside and as i mentioned before this we would expect to occur gradually over a period of years. And yet we found these sharp increases, that, which point to the fact that this couldn't be caused or is highly unlikely to be caused by the number of fish uh, spilling out from within the boundaries. And sort of some more evidence towards that is that the areas that were protected had very little fishing activity occurring within them before protection. The maximum was... of trawls at the Auckland Islands Marine Reserve, 
occurred within the area uh, that were protected, the other 96% being in the surrounding area. Oh, so this is, and, this is actually kind of a, yeah. a horrible, um, you know, the, the law of unintended consequences where people are actually fishing more around areas because they're um, becoming protected. Yeah, so that's, that's sort of what we're thinking is that upon hearing the news that a protected area has been implemented, fishers flock to the sort of surrounding area and increase their effort. So we see more vessels in the area as well as a higher number of trawls per vessel in most of these study sites. And, but we don't know if this is necessarily a negative thing. Uh, this paper is sort of one of the first to study this in New Zealand and shows that we need to sort of have more research in this sphere. I know it didn't kind of um, really explore it in the article that you wrote, but what do you think some of the solutions could be to um, stopping you know, marine protected areas becoming just like a, a honey trap for commercial fisheries I, I know, and i know it's probably not your area of expertise but did you have any ideas yes so this is sort of beyond the scope of the paper but i think we do need to uh have more research into the drivers of fishing behavior and sort of open up this dialogue and something interesting in the paper as well is in most of these study sites we see a sharp increase in catch and uh, in the number of trawl events, but this sort of gradually decreases after a, a couple of fishing seasons. So I think my sort of interpretation of it is that fishers flock to the area thinking that these areas have been protected because they're biologically productive, and then sort of realize that it's not really any different to where they were fishing before and gradually leave the area. Yeah, so I think we just need a better understanding of sort of why this phenomenon is occurring and open up this dialogue. Yeah, so I guess it's, pro it's probably best... Um, so mar marine protected areas aren't really the problem, it's just more communication with um, um, fishing vessels and such is probably a better way to go around it because I imagine then after a couple of years, once they've stopped flocking to the area, the, the protected area can actually rejuvenate its population and become like a, a better served um, conservation area. Yeah, and, and I think it sort of ties in nicely with your talk with the person from DOC uh, last week about the remote sensing techniques because these offshore marine protected areas that I look like, uh, looked at were hundreds of kilometers offshore. You know, they're sort of out of sight, out of mind. It's hard to monitor what's going on around them uh, without it being prohibitively expensive. And so, yeah, we we need to understand whether this phenomenon that we observed actually has a negative impact on the surrounding area and within the protected areas themselves. One of the most interesting things that we found was what we observed at the Auckland Islands Marine Mammal Sanctuary and Marine Reserve. Um, so in 1993, there, the Marine Mammal Sanctuary was implemented, which in everything but name was a marine reserve, essentially banning any kind of fishing going on. And then 10 years later, it was made into a, a full marine reserve. Uh, the only difference being it banned recreational fishing, which since the Auckland Islands are very far offshore, likely didn't have a large impact. And so despite essentially not changing 
when the Marine Reserve was implemented in 2003, we observed the same sharp jump in total catch and the number of trawl events. So it sort of gives further evidence that this wasn't caused by spillover. It's a change in fishing behavior. That was Ty Lohr, a researcher studying marine predicted areas in New Zealand. Nami. That was the Green Desk on 95BFM. Tihei Modi Order. That was a 95BFM podcast. To hear more, head to 95BFM.com slash bcasts.